Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Forever. Dog. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. What makes you sing? What makes you sing? What makes you sing? What makes you sing? With Larry Owens. Ha! Hi! Welcome back to another episode of What Makes You Sing with Larry Owens. I am Larry Owens. Uh, This is a comedy podcast about music that's taped on the historic Lower East Side of Park Slope, Brooklyn. (laughs) (laughs) Giggling from our guests. We're obsessed. Um, If you're a new listener, thank you so much for joining in. Uh, um, I just want to let you know, if you're new, that none of this music has been rehearsed. all just happening so organically. Out of thin air. Poof. Magic. Mr. Mistopheles. And it's being played to perfection by James Harvey. Thank you so much, Larry. Great to be here as always. Oh my gosh. What's your favorite song to play on the piano for yourself? My favorite song to play for myself. I guess it's probably just whatever I'm writing at the moment. Okay, a composer. Yeah. Yes. yes. Okay, you want to hit a plug? Uh, for anything coming up? Yeah, just tell um, the people where they, they can find your writing. Yeah, go, I have you. a little musical comedy special on Amazon.com, The Bald Face Truth. Check it out. Uh, give it a five-star rating. And then I'll get um, a nickel for every thousand hours streamed, I think. So that's optimism. And we have in the studio making everything work so well. HBA. (laughs) Are you saying that because last week it didn't work so well? No, literally, I I went to compliment you and like I stumbled and then I knew that it was going to be read as a read. It totally was. It's not. No, it's all love in the studio. This is such a fun podcast. If you like your like, rate, subscribe, um, say something nice, say something constructive, say something musical, request a song, uh, uh, hashtag WMUS podcast. So we start with each episode with a request, and this one comes from GG Batty. GG Batty. Yes. Decorated journal with a heart of gold that likened him to all the stories he told. The past battles won and lost in legends of old. A seasoned veteran in his own time. On the battlefield, he gained respect for fame. Many medals of bravery and stripes to his name. He grew a beard as soon as he could to cover the scars on his face. And all his urge just been on. And on the eve of great battle with the infantry, and dreamed the old general tossed asleep and rested with its meaning. He woke from that night to tell what he had seen. And Walked slowly out of his tent All the men held tall with the chests in the air With the courage and the blood and the fire in their stare It was a great morning, they all wondered how they all would fare Till the old general told them to go home, he said I have seen the others and I have discovered That this fight is not worth fighting And I have seen the mothers and I will know to follow me where I'm going So take a shower, shine your shoes You got no time to lose You're a young man, you must be living So take a shower, shine your shoes Well, You got no time to lose You're a young man, you must be living Go down, you are forgiven Go now, you are forgiven. Go now, you are forgiven. Go now, you are forgiven. Go. Go now, you are forgiven. Go now, you are forgiven. Go now, you are forgiven. 
okay, so that's my frat boy contribution to the evening. Yes, I did go to schools where they played lacrosse competitively and with gusto. And that's where I picked that up. What makes me sing? Uh, the trauma of going to a school where they had a lacrosse team, uh, a competitive lacrosse team. But you know what? Here's Brass Tax. We have an amazing guest on the episode. You know her as a writer, a comedian, an actress, a musician. She's the author of the musicals, The Handmaid's Tale, The Musical, and Fiddler on the Roof, Top Bar. She's the genius behind the viral account, Headless Women of High. Hollywood. It's a social media account and all social media accounts. Someone I personally love myself, Marsha Belsky. Oh what an incredible intro. Well, I love the intro. Yeah, oh my it's, it's God. James. It's the two James of us together. James, it gets it going. Yeah. We're just literally hyped, team. Draw, like, I feel like I'm getting my like Lifetime Achievement Award. Like, <laughs> it's very that. This that is incredible. <laughs> I can't believe so that you did the Dispatch Guster or the general dispatch? by dispatch. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh my god, so true. Like it just takes me back to being at like Jewish youth group conventions and like the one guy everyone wants to sleep with whips out his guitar and is like, plays that <laughs> crazy game of poker by OAR. <laughs> And um, Wagon Wheel. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Those are the trifecta. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. That was, you know, it took me back. It's a I, catchy song. What What would you have requested? For the opening song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like you're you're out there tweeting. You love the podcast. You're like, let me sing this. I know. What would I have requ- What do I want to hear you specifically sing? Like, like, what a great interview. Like, hey, what <laughs> any um, uh, tips for me? <laughs> I would have, well, if it was like going back to that same era, I would have requested like a Jason Mraz or like <laughs> something softer. Something, yes, yeah, something sort of like, um, you know, my first concert was a Ben Folds slash Rufus Wainwright. I would uh, love to hear you sing Rufus Wainwright. Ooh. I feel like that or Ben Folds would be interesting in your voice. I feel ooh. like. Be cool. Okay, that's fun. I like those. You those are a, flashback, though. You have amazing taste. I mean, that's like you know, that's like my older teeth. Like my <laughs> tastes have grown a little. Your tastes have grown. Well, you but know, not much. Well, we can just stay exactly where we are. It's the <laughs> guess that I. It's the question I ask all my guests, and that question is, "What is the music that made you?" I was thinking about this, and I I realized, like, really, in terms of what made me. It was a combination of because it's really it's what my parents listened to. We'd like drive a lot. And so I'd like listen to what they listened to in the car. And we listened to a lot of musical theater. Like my mom was super like Gilbert and Sullivan and like <laughs> so operetta even. Yeah, and like <laughs> even but like Rogers and Hammerstein and like, you know, and other stuff. And then um, we had this one CD that we just listened to so much like they, they were really into compilations. So it was called 70 Ounces of Gold. And it was like basically 1970s. Like it was like temptations but also like my boyfriend's back so it was like 50s through 70s like <laughs> oldies mix they bought it off of a commercial on I television think they did, yeah and to me I, this was like the ultimate album like it was like every song i loved was on this album and then so that was like those two things were really the type of music i listened to and then i started elementary school and i was like listen to my music and they were like what is this <laughs> and so then i started getting into like i'm a bitch i'm a love like that like all the stuff that was on like pop radio you ran the other direction yes and then i that's when i first like learned to just like hide my love for like musical theater and like oldie stuff until later when i like got over that like after high school and stuff okay okay you know? so some music represented like a home life yeah. Then it represented an identity crisis. Right. And then it represented a costume. Yeah. Cause and then at school I was like, and, but I did eventually start liking the pop music I at first pretended to like. You found merit in it. Yeah. Like Britney Spears was like right after that. And like people like that. Christina and you Aguilera. could relate to her on what level? <laughs> Britney Spears. Oh my God. Well, it's like crazy looking back because I was in, I remember in third grade in Halloween, I like went as Britney Spears and I tied my shirt up to like make a little broad of my shirt. I'm like, how adults must have been horrified like you know <laughs> yeah, you're just doing a little cute costume yeah and spice girls of course and they always made me be scary spice because i have like big hair <laughs> wow. and they were like messages yeah and i wanted and i was also like real chubby kid so i always wanted to be sporty and my friends were like <laughs> no anna's sporty <laughs> oh, because anna <laughs> anna's thin yeah no, the absolute scarring okay, okay so let's start at the very beginning that's a rogers and hammerstein um lyric of just like what what like maybe a few like name a few of those musical theater influences from your mom 
I mean, my mom took me to everything and she also was like super critical. So like we'd see the local shows and she'd leave and be like, that was great. And she always had her little local actors that she was like obsessed with. Or she would be like, I'm obsessed. Mom, so we watch like Pirates huge. of Penzance was all. They always do like local stuff, like Pirates of Penzance, and like I loved the um, Major General song as a kid. I was like obsessed with getting. I would like practice it in my room. Like I am the very model of a modern Major General. Like okay, I was, like, you got bars. To, you got bars on the Gilbert no and Sullivan. <laughs> can you? There's no way we could try. We yeah, could try. yeah, yeah. Here we go. It'll be fun it's to the, try. It's the I am the mm-hmm. it, it's modern called, Major General. I am the very model. Of, of a, a modern, modern yeah. <laughs> I was YouTubing like different videos of this the other night. Oh yeah, so, so you're fun. ready, <laughs> so you could come in absolute fire. No, I didn't think. Okay, let's. As try. soon as James gives us the, <laughs> I, I am the very model of a modern major general. I've been formation. I'm doing it way too slow. I've been to make a bunch of animal and mineral. Hey, go. Okay, okay. Here we go. I am the very model of a modern major general. I've been to make a animal and mineral. I know the case of England and I quote the fights historical. But men handed Waterloo and now are categorical. Okay, bars. Keep going. Keep going. I'm very well acquainted too with matters mathematical. I understand equations, both the simple and the quadratical. But I know what theory about TV with a lot of news, with many cheerful facts about the square of the hypotenuse, with many cheerful facts about the square of the hypotenuse. That's like how they all join, right? I'm very good at integral and differential calculus. <laughs> I cannot follow. Oh my god, you're doing amazing! Wow, wait, That's you have I'm, bars. That's gonna be my next audition song. Is just <laughs> flubbing that completely. Not you did it flawlessly. Yeah. Like the fact, like you must talk really yeah. fast when, in your daily life. When I was like in middle school, that was when like Twista started being on MTV, and I was like, I mean, I've seen this. You know, I've, I've <laughs> covered by operetta. Covered, by, yes. by, I've heard of DJ Gilbert I, and <laughs> MC Sullivan. I would love to see Twista do Gilbert and Sullivan, uh, Modern Major General. Absolutely. We he want, can nail it. We absolutely want Busta Rhymes uh, to uh, hit. <laughs> we want Buster Rhymes just to hit like a huge, just like Sanhemian, absolutely like, not getting married today, but like with like cursing and stuff. I flipped over the Buster Rhymes on the Hamilton mixtape. I know it's so corny, but I like loved it so much. I thought it was so cool because they based Hercules Mulligan like off of him or whatever. Yes, and he came back and absolutely made it a full circle moment. Yeah, just like rocking the mic in a. Huge I was emotional way. that and then when they leaked the Kelly Clarkson song, I was literally I've never had a child. I don't have any kids, and I was literally on the train like is quite upset like just sobbing just like bawling the emotion in her voice that's just the human experience marcia it is you don't need kids to vibe on that that's true so 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 mom is listening to gilbert and Sullivan, and then dad so i'm sure dad likes oldies dad's favorite song ever is duke of earl it's like his favorite. I love Duke of Earl now. Should we sing Duke of Earl? Let's let's test out my my double bass. You over do the here. bass, yeah, uh, and I can try and do the false. Ah, okay, ah. so I believe I only know the part which is the Duke. The Duke part. Uh, and Duke, 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 Duke of Earl. Oh, wait, wait, am I in the right key? Was I in the right key? Duke, Duke uh, of yeah, Earl. Duke, 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 can stop the Duke of Earl and you you are my girl and no one can hurt you oh no yes Duchess, Duchess of Earl will walk through my dukedom and a paradise we will share. And I, oh, I'm gonna love you. Oh, oh, nothing can stop me I'm the Duke of Earl. Oh, 
was so great. great. I mean, just what a team. Uh, if, if, uh, if integration was legal, we could have really had something uh, in the we 50s. We really could have had something. We could have had such a phenomenal act oh my together. God. <laughs> we would have been hairspray walking down the street. Though. What's the song that Queen Latifah sings in the movie? I know yeah. where I'm where I'm going. No, we can't. <laughs> same, same song, same groove. We'll just slow I down. My yeah. mind immediately went to, uh, what is it? Big Blonde and Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> big Blonde. Because they didn't want to make it big, black, and beautiful. So they made it big, blonde, and beautiful. Even though it's like she's wearing. You're like, an girl. You're looking so recruitable. Yeah. Uh, I would love to hear you sing That's that song. That's how to be free. We finally tasted quality. <laughs> they walk in we're white as wool is we're the lyric well. like state your intention be thou clear oh my god be thou clear be thou clear we're white as wool I was re-listening to the parts and it's like whenever Penny Penny they needed to calm down a little bit because they have her do like and if they try to stop pursuing I call the end of a lacy prayer and she's like you're my black white night I'll find my blue eyes like, it's like really Squalling. Not. We need to stop. Squalling. Yeah. It was turn of the century. Yes, though. this like, was progressive we, for the time. Yeah, like we were literally just like put people on stage. Yes, we like, absolutely. I got to see. I saw OBC hairspray. Oh my god! My dad took me on my bat mitzvah trip. <laughs> that is a beautiful, beautiful sight. I did not get to see OBC, but I saw the first night of the first national tour. Oh my in, god! In uh, Baltimore, the city That's of right. its setting. That and amazing. it was unbelievable. Hairspray really was the musical, and just again to shine light on me was the first musical that I listened to that like was happening on Broadway at the same time because it was like. Sound of Music VHS, like Grease VHS, my right. VHS, but Hairspray, I would play at 8 p.m. because they were doing it in like Broadway. Oh my God, Larry, I was that's like, so like being there. Yeah, and like the whole city was just so excited about this musical. And so I would just like check every single day, like Broadway.com and like just to for updates. And I learned about all these other shows. The and, Broadway.com message board so formative. Oh, Broadway World. Or Broadway World, uh, I meant, yeah. <laughs> to be clear oh to my those, God. those who listen and know, no. I would like illegally. <laughs> those who don't like, have no idea. Yeah. And everyone else like, what? I would like, I basically should have known that I was going to be like a sketchy stoner in high school because in middle school, I would order these like bootleg VHSs of um, Broadway shows Broadway on like Broadway footwear. World. Yeah. Or like search it like be, like you would later do for torrents and stuff. Like I'd like search and like my parents would be like, why are you getting all these packages? I'm like, camp friends. Like, <laughs> you know? How were you paid? Did, Did you have a credit card? Yeah, I was money ordering. No, I money was taking ordering. cash and going to like a fucking Wells Fargo and money ordering That's these That's great because it was always like I didn't have a credit card so I couldn't do any. I yeah. couldn't participate in any of this culture but I would like see people trading and just They like, wouldn't take credit cards and well once I got a good collection I would just trade tapes I'd already seen so we'd exchange. You were the trader. Yeah. Oh my god this is such a controversial but I had topic. Everything. And I don't have them anymore because like I'm you know my parents moved out of Oklahoma like over 10 years ago so like I didn't have they were like do you want to keep these VHS's like no right and I'm like no I guess not but I had so much good shit on there and most of it I found on YouTube yeah it all exists if you have it someone has it someone has it like rent the original cast things get taken down quick but it'll be like they have like I shouldn't say what it actually is, but you'll have like Book of Mormon original Broadway cast and it's under like religious boys right, sing right, songs. Yeah. Or <laughs> yeah, a lot of mine that I watch are slime tutorials. Slime <laughs> tutorials, yeah. Slime <laughs> tutorials are super popular and I'm grateful for these young children yeah. who keep boosting my my um, empty bootlegs up there Yeah, because frankly, I need them. Must. Like if I am not watching uh, like a full Broadway production, like several times a week, I like don't, I can't find my balance. I feel, you know, I've like, I've had this great, I've just gotten sort of back into that because that gave me so much joy when I was younger. And I do think I like stuffed it down as like this, like shamed part of me, like when I was trying to be cool or something. Let's talk about that moment. And so like, so you made a pivot. Made a straight up pivot from these like <laughs> songs of sweet love mm-hmm. and these songs of uh, yeah yeah of like the you know character driven songs to to like what Alanis you said so it's- not even I was not even into anything as cool as Alanis like it was like because I was still young like in the nineties like ninety six I was in like first or second grade so I was really into like Britney Spears. What is that? This is bitch. Um, Andrew oh my God. bullied me into start playing it. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. 
I'm a child, I'm a brother, I'm a. I can't find the key. Wait, yeah, yeah. So we said, I'm a child. Yeah. I don't know the words. I know that. Trying to tell you. Look at me. I'm an angel underneath. Innocent and sweet. Oh no. Is that chorus? Yesterday I cried. Yeah, help me. Must have been relieved to see the softer side. Sing, Andrew. Rest assured that when I start to make you nervous, I think I'm. I don't envy you. I'm a little bit of everything. I'll roll into one. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. Now do not feel ashamed. I'm your hell. I'm your dream. I'm nothing in between. You know you wouldn't want it any other way. So take me as I am. This may mean you'll have to be a stronger man. Wow, really relating to this more than I did as a kid. Rest assured that when I start to make you nervous and I'm going to extremes, tomorrow I will change and today won't mean a thing. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. And I do not feel ashamed. I'm your hell. I'm your dream. I'm nothing in between. You know you wouldn't want it any other way. Just when you think. I don't know the bridge. You've got me figured out. I can make it up though. Come on, Andrew. Yeah, just when you think it got me, oh god. The season's no. already changing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just make it up. I think it's cool. You do what, what you, you do. do. And don't try to save me. I'm a bitch. I'm a lover. I'm a child. I'm a mother. I'm a sinner. I'm a saint. And I do not feel ashamed. I'm your hell. I'm your dream. I'm nothing in between. You know it was. I'm a tease, I'm a goddess on my knees I was eight singing this When you're hurt, when you suffer I'm your angel undercover I've been numb, I'm revived Can't say I'm not alive You know I wouldn't want it any other way Let's get some Creed in there Get some Penny Pingleton in there. Yeah. <laughs> Get your. See you later. <laughs> I'm a bitch, I'm a bitch, <laughs> Okay, good That was party. so fun, too. That good was probably party. like the first pop song I remember like pretending to be into and then eventually liking. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, this yeah. has a curse word in it, but it also is empowering in a way that so, oh my will God. one day add up because of what this artist knows about the human experience. Really? I'm like reading these lyrics now being like, now I connect. As a kid, I was like singing so many songs about sucking dick that I didn't even realize like when you're like eight years old like some, so name some more well music that made you I was thinking about like in middle school we would all sing that song by City Hall the like what would you do if your son was at home and then we're literally like seventh grade mostly white and being like like girl City you ain't high. the only one with a baby <laughs> it's like fucking insane City High she's a sex worker yes but our teachers were like probably like what the fuck and we would be at dances like grinding and like so they must have been horrified now I see these little like seventh graders and I'm like no 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 like they're wearing like club dresses from BB I'm just like no 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 no, no. Uh, anything else on the BJ playlist on the City. BJ, play- yeah, oh, what's yeah, another yeah. song? I mean, definitely like there was a lot of innuendo. A lot of Alanis innuendo. Go, yeah, I'd go down in a theater. Not even innuendo. That's just that's just uh, flat out. No, that's doing. innuendo. And are you For thinking what? of me go when down, you fuck euphemism. her? It's euphemistic. Euphemism. That's, yeah, but that's the literal meaning of go down. Is there well, no, is there another meaning? If of you were someone who that, but that is that phrase is the euphemistic phrase. She wasn't sure, like, sure, did sure. she suck on your <laughs> dick? Yeah. 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 That, no, that's the yeah, that's what we would call <laughs> the act. That's literalism. That's good, literalism. <laughs> oh, Dave Coulier, the art that you inspire. Oh my god, unbelievable. Yeah. No, but I listen to like Michelle Branch, like Vanessa Carlton. Like those didn't have like those didn't have like blowjob references. I don't think. But they had a great cachet. Yeah. The other I love uh, piano people, obviously. Oh, you know, I always I wanted to be like a pianist because you you play the you play the piano. I do, but I like I wish that I had had the confidence to like start learning guitar back then because for some reason when I was like 
younger. I like, I don't know why. I, I think I told myself like, I would watch so many boys play guitar and just like watch them and be like, I'm your little fan. And like, I wish I had just, I can't do that. That yeah. is so crazy. My fingers don't work like that. I know. I like really convinced myself that. It's so and big. How are my fingers fit around the neck of it's the guitar? Up. And I didn't even write my own songs on the piano because I was like kind of classically trained. And then like I only once I started playing guitar a few years ago was I like, oh, I know all these chords on the piano. Like I can play whatever I want to on the piano. I just never realized. Oh, it. Yeah, you can play guitar songs on the piano. Yeah. And I like never like, and, and I can write my own music. Like, yes. and I, so that's when I started doing like all this like comedy stuff, but or, like comedy music stuff. But like, when did you give yourself license to be a composer? Um, it was when I met my friend Isabel where I was like, you know, I've always, I always like fantasized about it. And as I got older and older and I wasn't doing it, I was like giving up more and more and feeling like it was never going to happen. And I was doing comedy. So I was like, oh, this is enough. I can like do stand up and then I can just do music by myself and not perform it. And then I met my friend Isabel and was like, you know, I've always wanted to jam and like do funny songs. And she was basically like, cool, well, let's jam. I'm going to set a show for us in two weeks. Let's get a set ready. And I was like, oh, and that's kind of how I get pushed into everything. I need like a deadline and somebody being like, well, we have a show. So you're either going to look dumb or you're going to write a song, you know? So <laughs> then I wrote my first song called um, Jobless and Alone, I think was what it's called. But it was a comedy song. So I was unemployed and really depressed. So yes. <laughs> I was trying and to make then it the funny. latest song you have written is just for contrast. Uh, the latest song I wrote was called Everyone Should Be My Exact Same Age. <laughs> yeah, it's so much yeah. more specific. You went from jobless and alone yes. to... Narrowed uh, it in. Yeah, like it's so... That's growth over Absolutely. like how many... How long was that since you and Isabel started? Um, It was only... It was like five years ago. Five oh or six God. years ago. Yeah, because I didn't do any of it in Portland when I started comedy. It was only once I came to New York. And now you've written musicals. You've written so much music. You Now it's like, yeah. Now it's like I feel like... My whole world has opened and now it's kind of hard getting the passion back for stand up because I'm like stand up <laughs> used to be my on only the outlet. High of being an totally. al- of being an alt experimental ass yeah. <laughs> but I needed I needed the permission comedy gives you because I've always known like and maybe this is again what I told myself, but like I couldn't keep up with the musical theater kids. They wouldn't even cast me in the chorus in Annie, even though it was like my dream show to be in. Couldn't even get a fucking it's a hard knock life like chorus girl. It wouldn't give me anything. And I like just, you know, didn't feel I was ever going to be musically talented enough to be a true musician. I couldn't play piano like an accompanist. Like and so comedy, though, I was like, as long as it's funny, if I miss a few notes, nobody cares. And then that gave me the permission to, like, get better musically because I wasn't so worried about the perfectionism. You know? Yeah, I saw you two days ago at time of taping. I saw you crush <laughs> crush a set on a line of all female comics. They were all doing traditional stand up as we know it, and then uh, out comes the keyboard, <laughs> and it's Marsha, and you completely slayed everyone. The entire crowd just like leaning in, hanging on to your every word, like. The song, um, Babe. the song that you have that's <laughs> the uh, hundred tampons. Hundred tampons. I remember this like the first time. Like you only get your first time once. I know like, of like like the first time you. I feel that way about your songs. I was thinking about the first time I saw like some of your songs and just like how much I fucking lost it. People in the audience were like looking at me because I was like. Ah! like <laughs> there's also there's also do you ever feel is that like the first time you're like doing it like yes. it's like all the like, all the jokes like are just like perfect like they're just ah they're just so crispy crispy yes. crispy I think if and- I try and get that I try and fake the like excitement that comes from like delivering the punchline for the first time but you can't ever get it back like you can't and it's always still good and it goes well but like yeah I remember the first time I played 100 tampons at club coming Catherine show and it's like you never get that feeling but because you don't know if it's gonna work and then it's crushing and, and so you're it like it feels the most like jokes then like, yes. I feel like you only really get the feeling of it being comedy the, like the first few times because totally. there is and then the music gives it like timing yes. that like that becomes innate that becomes like once you, you do it for your times and I have tracks so I really become track bing da, yeah. ding Ding, hitting it, you know? And so it, I feel like the first few times you do a comedy song live. Yeah. It has sort of so the, much energy. It has the risk of comedy the most. Yeah. And I, that's why I love catching my friends. Like when you have a new song, if I catch you on like one of the first two days you do it, because you can feel it. Like it's just like, it's so fun. And it is hard. I try and like, 
either rewrite a couple words or think about delivering a few lines differently so that I don't get too stagnant in yeah. like the pattern of how I do the song. Because there'll be lines I'll, I can tell I'm off because there'll be like certain lines that get a laugh every single time. And then one night I'm a little out of it and they just don't. And I'm like, oh, it is. It's my delivery. Yeah, yeah. You still got to be in that yeah. in the room. Yeah. I was like discovering like, oh, yeah, I still have to be in the room and make it understand what I liked about that first time. Yes. Like the first two times. And like, why, like, like, why did I make those choices initially? And then like to retain, I think retaining some of that like comedy risk, I think is important. The risk, it's it. the risk. It's the risk factor that I think makes you sort of give your all. Then once you know it works, you're a little comfortable. You're like, ugh, they'll love this one. But it's also like stand up where it's like, sometimes I'll riff something and it fucking kills and I'll try and add it into my set as a pre-written riff and I'll try and make it seem like natural or whatever the next time I do it. And they can tell. They can tell you're not thinking of it on the spot. <laughs> the audience, they have a bullshit barometer and yeah. they let us know by either saying, geeky, geeky, yeah. that's laughter. Or they go. Yeah. What's even, I could honestly, I could take silence better than like a pity laugh. You know what I mean? <laughs> Where they're like, they can tell it was funny at one Habsies. point. And they're like, ah. Yeah. Okay, so then you work out of your bitch phase, out of your yes, your pop anarchy. Now we're in middle school. So then middle school was very. What, what was I into in middle school? I don't. I don't even fucking remember. Britney Spice Girls. You're oh no, lot, middle school so. was my like Green Day, like that type. Not really like emo, but that sort of like mainstream like, early Green Day, Sum Forty One, like blah blah blah, Avril Lavigne, like all these I would people. Say pop punk, pop punk, punk okay. exactly. <laughs> pop punk. Pop Thank punk. you from the musician behind the keys. I've been listening to so much Green Day lately, like so much. It's Green crazy. Day. And back then, what was it? What was it? It was Good Riddance. Uh yeah, Dookie and Good Riddance, like oh the song yeah uh what was oh well, there was like Time Jesus of Your Life or whatever yeah and then there but on Dookie it was the um when I come around yeah right? when I come around yeah well now Andrew you have to sing it for introducing oh, with yeah. that song <laughs> or Basket Case the Am I just paranoid or am I stoned yeah. <laughs> That's why they like mumble it on the radio because they couldn't say stoned, I guess. <laughs> but I loved like any like guy who seemed kind of like bi. You know what I mean? That was Let's like. Let's do good riddance. Okay. Let's do good riddance. Cool. Let's pull it up. So we can just be like sweet together. I love a sweet song. I know. Also, Green Day wrote like beautiful songs. It's a graduation song. Yeah. Absolutely. You've been to one. I remember being at summer camp just bawling as this came on. Yeah. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the wrist, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you have the time of your life. Ah, gorgeous. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind. Hang it on a shelf in good health and good time. Tattoos of memories and dead skin on trial. For what it's worth, it was worth all the while. It's something unpredictable, but in the end it's right. I hope you have the time of your life. Something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. I hope you had the time of your life. 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 Wow, you love a riff button. <laughs> You're like, stay in the room, stay in the room, stay in the room. Okay, my hand's out of the room. Flick the light <laughs> yeah. off, then close the door. <laughs> and then, like, lights are off, everyone's leaving, and I come back. Life. <laughs> oh! I literally like not coughed over it. What was that? What was that? <laughs> okay. Riffing upwards. Um, uh. I was practicing the other day. This lady has, oh fuck, I forget her name, but she does these like sort of riff tutorials on YouTube. 
And Natalie um, Wise. Yes. <laughs> My friend Liz just showed her to me. So we were looking at obviously the Beyonce Halo, the night. Like that. Yeah. One. yeah. Okay. Very good from you. Yeah. So, but then she tells you to like everybody, if there's nine <laughs> notes in a riff, everybody stops at five. And so she was teaching you how to do all nine. And she says to tilt your head after the fifth one. So it's like, night. Like, like, <laughs> for the audience at home, I tilted. Yeah. Burning through my darkest night. <laughs> very good, Marcia. Super, good? yeah, very clean. Beyonce does it so fast, is what she's talking about, where some people are born with the ability to like trail faster than others, but you can learn it. Burning through my darkest night. <laughs> wow, Marcia, that's really clean. Nine. Is that good? I don't think you're doing nine, but you're doing like a very Eight, clean six. I'm so flattered. You're, you're doing like a like a lick off of the floor clean wow. six. Yeah. yeah, I'm honored. Very great. Truly honored. Very great. Controversial to say, and you can just cut me off and we can cut this out. No. But something about <laughs> Klesmer, Jewish music. Yes, we've talked about this. It has, uh, uh, yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, when about, we did Fiddler, because you were just like, I mean, it's so similar. Yeah, just like so riffing, moving notes, yeah. shaking, shaking. That's not technical. Mm-hmm. Shaking on a note. <laughs> shaking on a note. That's the new technical term. Uh, Director, a, shake it more. I got on a <laughs> note and I fucking shook it. I shook it. Yeah, um, there is something similar. Well, it's like, and also because Jewish um, chords or Jewish, what am I thinking of? Jewish scales are um, really similar to Bossa Nova as well. So it's like bossa nova, black music, Jewish music. It all feels very like interconnected. The blue scale. Yeah. Yeah. The classic Broadway sound is like the fusion of Jewish music and black music. Mm -hmm. And then the Jews took all the roles. And the writing credits. And the writing credits. You know, those Gershwin brothers, you know. And I always say summertime and deliving is easy for whomst. (laughs) For whomst. (laughs) For whomst, exactly, at the time of uh, publishing Porgy and Bess. No. That um, was just on, too, at the Met uh, Porgy and Bess. Yeah, they can't can't stop doing it. Yeah. Yeah, they're bringing it back. I've never seen it. I'm supposed to go the day we have our next show, but I'm going to find someone else to go. Um, okay, oh, guilt trip. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no Reschedule way. Reschedule the show or oh, I, I walk. I, I well, feel like I'll find someone to take it and, you know, I need um, I feel like we're going to be in, I feel like we're going to be in the no, same. Want- yes, and make sure you negotiate your deal with them. They tell you? Um, they sent me an email today. Okay. About when to show up. No, but tell but them, ask them how. Yeah, you have to negotiate your pay. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because I don't negotiate know. I was just like, tra- like, what did you start with? What was your opening? Oh, I don't. No, I, I didn't say anything. I was just like, this is our person who's playing for got us. It, got it. Got yeah. it. Yeah. This is like, this is my this is my my personal <laughs> company. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> who loves? We love to play with. It's Natalie. You have we'll to know the person. We'll oh my god! Collins. Amazing. Yeah, it'll be cool. Yeah. When is that? It'll be cool. February twelfth. Amazing. Right? You and yep, Natalie? So. Yeah. Where? February 12th at, um, is it Lincoln Center? Symphony Space. Shut Symphony up. Symphony Space. I think it's just on the Are you fucking side. serious? Symphony Space. Yeah. Oh it's my God. So fun. It's a nice storytelling hosted by Sarah Tyre. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're looking at this. We're getting into absolute promotion patty. Promotion <laughs> patty. So if you want to, promotion patty, you can always uh, find out. <laughs> this is a real song. <laughs> what song is this? I don't know. I know, it sounds familiar. I know, it's a kind of a generic chord progression. No, it's not. It's a... No. Manchester. 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 Okay, here we go. Okay, okay, here we go. Okay, so. Manchester, England. Go back to the original chord, Big Blue. Okay. Manchester, England. England. Across the Atlantic Sea Oi. And I'm a genius, genius Oi. Oi. I believe in God And I believe that God Believes in Claude That's me, so that's from Hair Oh, it's from Hair The Promotion Patty is a segment where Instead of uh, calling the cops on a black person You just come to my shows So like, mm. I'll be like, Promotion Patty, I have a show on the 12th at Symphony Space But you can go to my website, LarryOwensLive.com You can go to my comedy calendar and come to any show that you want And I would love that Promotion Patty, love yeah. that We normally do it at the top, but we stopped because of the comedy calendar You really can just go to LarryOwensLive.com Comedy calendar yes, And you can pick your 
choosing. Find your find your night, you're like, babe. You're like, that's my venue. That's my time. You're like, I can only go to a show at midnight. There's something. You're like, I can midnight only, Hell's Kitchen. Like, that's I can only, only go to a show in uh, this borough b- between these streets. Every... There's something. I'm only awesome. awake 11 p.m. to 12 every night. I need something then. <laughs> I need something then. Yeah, yeah. I and, sleep 22 hours a day. I, I maybe mean, I'll start putting the podcast on the calendar and just being like, this guest is on. That would be so cute. You should. So cute. So Oh, so let's see. Middle school, <laughs> middle school, where? and middle school. I was secretly into, but like halfway openly into Rent. But I had never seen it. But I was like obsessed with Rent. Like it kind of like restarted my like musical theater love in a way. And then I told all the kids that I was doing theater with because I was in like a little youth acting <laughs> troupe. I was like, I had never seen the show, and so for my range, I was like, I want to play Angel. <laughs> and then my friend was like, you can't, because like Angel is played by like a man who dresses as a woman. Because what Angel's not really trans. It's it's She's unclear. It's yeah. unclear in the narrative by today's um, right. language. What also written by the, a straight man, so it's probably what like the character. Yeah. Um, a straight man who was writing the characters based on real people that he knew. Which yes. is like we really have to give Jonathan Larson all any prop that we can like in terms of like the people fact on that- twitter like hate I, i'm, I'm kind of glad john the lars is not around for twitter because like oh. some of the criticisms i get but it's kind of like people and now people, people claim that he stole now, or people saying yeah where that's you know that's the problem though is like of course like the first thing is going to be given to like a straight white guy who's writing the story of like queer spaces but like i don't know like he did it's it's I don't know. I think that that show is still like it. It is. It has the most inclusive cast I've ever seen. Yeah. Without like, while deliberately being so, without pedantically being so. Yes. Like there is like no like there no one falls into a box of of uh, you know of trope. Yeah. But no one also is given like a single narrative. Like totally. everyone, I feel like everyone in the show is complex and and they like it still and, gives me chills. And like, he allowed like, it to be. He made sure that it was cast a certain way from the beginning, which yeah. is just so. I feel it's so lovely. And, and so before it's time, unfortunately, even in the fucking 90s, like it's just insane. But so I was super into rent. So what do we do? Do we do Can um, I make a I'll cover request? you? Yes. What? Another day. <gasps> Ooh, I love <laughs> another day. We've done, we've done that. I don't think we have. We did we, light my candle. Oh. Did you do another day? Oh, okay. I don't oh, want to oh, subject you, the people to rent if they don't want it either. I was just mentioning rent. it. We give them rent. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Runaway podcast. <laughs> I don't remember how it starts. I'll, I'll be. the time. I should be Roger. Yeah, you be Roger. Okay. Who do you think you are? Barging in on me and my guitar. Little girl, hey, the first that way. Yeah, I know the fire's out anyway. Take your powder, take your candle. Your sweet whisper, I just can't handle. I'll take your hair in the moonlight. Your brown eyes, goodbye, good night. Time, another place. Do you want to be Roger? No, no. How you be There is no future, there is no past. I live this moment as my last. There's only us, there's only this. Forget, regret, or life is yours to miss. No. If I'm off track, but if you're so wise, then tell me, why do you need smack? Take your needle, take your fancy prayer, and don't forget, get the moonlight out of your hair. Long ago, you might have lit up my heart, but the fire's dead, and now and now we're gonna destroy another time. 
not another place The words would only rhyme We'd be in outer space It'd be another song We'd sing another way You wanna prove me wrong Come back another day Belsky.com. That's so crazy. Daphne Ruin Vega represented for all people who strain with their voice but still hit the note kind like you know what I mean? Representation like, matters. Uh, really Daphne Ruin Vega, I love you, I miss you. Uh she's gonna be in, in the Heights movie. Oh my god, plug, plug, plug. I'm gonna plug Daphne's stuff, not mine. Yes, absolutely. Well, that's been Marsha Belsky. We sat down with Marsha. Such tales did she bring. We hope you didn't forward fast. Subscribe. Don't miss a thing. <laughs> From Larry. James. Andrew. And Marsha, too. <laughs> what makes you sing?
Is it like a little town? Do we get to look back down at who we love? Are we above? Are we everywhere? Are we anywhere at all? Do we hear a trumpet call us and we're by your Shining truth been waiting there for all the questions everywhere in a world of wondering. Suddenly you know, and you will always know. Will my mama be there waiting for me? was meant to be in the starlight that is what we This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.